1: All right, welcome back to another episode of NFT365, where we are buying an NFT every single day from November 11th, 2021 till 11, 11, 22. And you guys know I love numbers, and we're going to have a fun little interview here, and the numbers kind of align because... Uh, The project, the founder that we have on today, the project drops on 1-11-22. So, uh, you know, anyone that listens to the show knows that I'm addicted to those numbers and and, uh, kind of that side of this whole uh, space. So we're recording this live on Twitter Spaces. So make it a little bit, uh, you know, a little bit, have some fun with it, bring in some uh, audience as well. Um, But for now, you know, Kevin, uh, I want to say, you know, thank you for joining the show. We've shared a ton of Twitter Spaces. I love you know your mission, your vision. But before we talk about Meta Athletes, the the project, can, can you just give it like a quick intro on like who you are, like kind of like what your background is? And you know, I know you're a, a Maryland Turp- a turpin, uh, turpin. Well, wow, see, I, I messed that up. You went to, oh, you went to, one. yeah, you went to Maryland. Um, and you know, I'm here in Northern Virginia now, so uh, we're close on that side. But yeah, give us a quick intro of like your background. Love to hear it.
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh, Kevin Smith. I grew up in upstate New York uh played sports my whole life was was just an athlete tried to play everything that i could whether it was in the backyard uh like organizing my buddies or you know playing travel ball and into high school i went to university in maryland played baseball there for three years uh won a regional with john chef and the squad and then got drafted in 17 to the blue jays i've been with them since uh 2017 and uh made my debut last year so that's kind of like my baseball background and you know ever since high school um I used to do graphic design and stuff for uh, a local company that was starting up and I knew the owners and so I would do some graphic designs for teams and high schools in my area just redoing branding and logos stuff like that just for a little cash when I was in college and just have some fun go out to eat have a little money to play with and I kind of you know was doing it for so many years. I was getting getting a little better, getting a little better at it, and so uh, I kind of kept doing it. And then once I got into pro ball, um, I didn't have as much time as I used to have. and I was just sitting around in, in college and stuff, so kind of got away from that. They they kind of blew up actually, and they didn't need me anymore. So uh, they got their own graphic design team now, and then they're crushing it. And they have yeah. uh, a year ago, Drew reached out to me. And I, I'd known Drew for a few years, and so uh, he reached out to me on NFTs. We started learning about them for a couple months, and then you know we were going to drop our own. And, uh, and then all of a sudden a lot of stuff happened and a lot of people were reaching out. And so, uh, long story short, I'm sure we'll get to it, but we, uh, we started this, this brand and, in, uh, in community called meta athletes.
1: Yeah. You know, I, I want to jump into that, you know, cause I, I feel like, you know, I am, a. You know, I played college hockey, but I had no, um, you know, and there was no, there was no illusion that I was going to make it anywhere um, beyond that. Baseball was actually my love. Um, I, the pitcher that I, w- I was a catcher. The pitcher that I was uh, catching in high school um, was recruited by the A's, and so we had a lot of scouts out. And you know, I had like an offer to go play at Arizona State before three knee surgeries in, uh, you know, in eighteen months. But you know, I, I think about it. You know, it's interesting. Like the more that I've like kind of leaned into this NFT space and there's a lot of athletes that we've been able to be connected with, you know, I started to have this like weird recognition of like, I I feel bad because like I have like this weird bias of like, I almost forget that athletes have these other sides of who they are beyond kind of what it is as the athlete. right? And like, I mean, Wait till, I mean, for those listening here, like wait till you're here about the attention to detail and how Kevin is like, you know, kind of broken down some of these, um, aspects and it's, so it's, you know, it's interesting, like when you think about like your design interests and you're like, um, like some of those things that were kind of outside, did you always look at that as like, that's, that's what you'll kind of be able to tap into after sports or was it always like, Hey, these things kind of just go hand in hand and they're like both of my passions. How did that like kind of align in your vision?
0: Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, I think the biggest thing for me is just like I love learning. Like I love learning new skills, like learning just about anything. And so I try to take that with me kind of wherever I go, whether it's learning about, you know, stuff that can help me in my baseball career, um, whether it's stuff in, in design, whether it's, you know, real estate, like everything in life, I'm just always curious and, and trying to learn as much as I can so I can kind of make better decisions. And so that kind of just plays into, into everything that I do. And uh, I don't know what's going to be after baseball. I hope that's a long, a long ways away. But as you know, um, you know, you know, a lot of athletes yourself and you were one, like in the off season, there's not much to do, right? Like you got to give yourself a little time. You're training nonstop for about half the day. And then the other half of the day, you don't want to be bugging everybody else that has to work and all your friends and, and family and stuff. So you try to find stuff to kind of keep you occupied and, and get you away from the game. So you're not just thinking about 24 seven and, uh, you know, just, it just so happened at the last year. Or so for me, that's been, you know, NFTs and I'm, I'm thankful for, the community that's around them because you know meeting you and a lot of other guys that are diving into it full time it's kind of given a lot of a lot of us athletes something else to kind of do that's that's fun but you also get to show another side of you like you said that's not just on the field and you get to kind of put it together with some passions that you might have whether it's charity based or foundation based or back home so it's gonna be really cool to kind of see how athletes you know maneuver through this space and and we're hoping to be kind of leaders in that and to, to bring it to as many athletes as possible.
1: So you know, you know I think that 's such an interesting you know perspective here and and I will say you know we 've had a couple founders here on the podcast um over the last you know uh, couple episodes you know this is uh, we 're now on episode uh, you know fifty seven which will be what this one is um, and you know one of the things that fascinates me is from the standpoint of you know, like as an athlete, there are some, you know, things that you have at your disposal um, from a standpoint of, you know, visibility and, you know, verified on social. And, and there's, you know, there, there's definitely, you know, for me, especially, I, I will say, uh, you know, I'm not a celebrity person. I am much more of like an athlete person, you know, like one of my top five highlights in my entire life is I got to play, you know, 18 holes with Jerome Bettis, a uh, golf and I was in college and <laughs> He literally just yeah he just like kind of like made he gave my dad all these like bad ideas of what I was doing in college yet you know he went to Notre Dame and and so like I'm curious like from a standpoint of like when you were looking into Like how did, how did the NFT space come to you? Was it, were you looking at like crypto and something that you were there? Were you looking for, Hey, can I get, how can I like shine with my design, uh, you know, talents that I have? Like where, where did it like kind of like fit into like, not just like keeping you busy, but like, were you like, Hey, I can be a collector first. Like, give me a little bit of like what that, like how it kind of came into your world.
0: Yeah. So I actually heard about like Bitcoin and crypto back in high school in like 2013, 14, when it was just starting. Um, I didn't invest into it. I still have like a memory of of going online and like back in those days, it was really hard to even buy it. Like I was, I, w- I was very young. I was in high school. I didn't have a lot of money. I heard it from a friend that you know there's this new thing called Bitcoin. I researched it a little bit. I didn't even really know much about it. Um, and I actually tried to buy some just because he was like, "Hey, I'm gonna buy, I'm gonna buy a hundred dollars worth. Like, let's just do it. And in case it blows up, we'll." we'll be happy that we did. And so we were trying to buy it and it was just so hard and complicated and for whatever reason, we ended up not buying it. And so um, I kind of stuck with it. I kind of followed it, you know, as I was through college and, you know, that didn't really have much mind to throw around. And then obviously um, after I got drafted and uh, started saving a little bit, I got more into it. And so I've been investing in crypto for, for a while. And then obviously, uh, I want to say about two years ago, maybe a year and a half ago, Um, Drew Cohen, um, who's also a a co-founder on this project with me, he was reaching out to me about NFTs and he was getting more into them. And, um, we were just trying to find creative ways that we could honestly like launch a project for myself and just, you know, have a, have almost like a digital trading card where I could give my fans more access to me, could give them tickets, give them memorabilia, um, I could donate to some charities that I'm passionate about, you know, help some foundations get back and, and do some stuff back home, whether it's a baseball camp and stuff like that. So, you know, we were kind of looking into him. I was in season at the time. And so we just kind of chatted throughout the season. He was doing some social media content for me. And then as we got closer to the end of the season, um, I debuted. And so he hit me up and we had like a serious conversation of like doing a almost like a rookie card um, NFT where. I would kind of launch my own rookie card and and give it utility and benefits and, you know, have have it very small, but go out to eat with some guys or or do whatever I can just to get back to the fans and and give all the proceeds to, um, Toronto children's hospital, which is, which is one of the places where I wanted to, to really get back and, and and help Toronto out. And so we were doing that and we were trying to find a lot of parties and, and, and people to, to come together and to create this collection. And it started to be a lot of work. And so, um, we kind of sat down and was like, all right, how can we make this bigger? Because as we kept researching it and we, we started getting in other collections and we started to join these communities, we realized that there was like a big play here and, and kind of like a big movement into the digital space and in digital communities. And so as we kind of went down that rabbit hole and, and NFTs were kind of in, introduced to us and we started minting and kind of seeing how all these, all these, what, what all these words were, how it all plays out, um, it kind of just kept growing and growing. And we had other athletes reaching out to us. We had brands and, and other people Um, And other organizations that were asking us about the space, how they could get into the space. And so it's really just evolved from trying to create my own NFT collection so that I can kind of give back to the fans and the the communities that have helped me along the way. And it's kind of shifted into okay, like we're kind of spending a lot of time on this one project. Like, how can we use this time more efficiently and then kind of go towards educating and helping other athletes, you know, make that jump instead of just me doing it and then another guy doing it and another guy doing it. And we're not really getting anywhere. We're all spending a lot of time doing the same thing. So uh, that's kind of how the evolution has gone. And, and I'm thankful for the team that we have because I've learned so much from them. And I think it's going to make you know, a lot of guys' lives really easy.
1: So you know I think that's you know i i also can't uh overstep the point when you said you were in high school in like what is it two thousand and thirteen two thousand fourteen uh it's yeah. not it's not often I feel like the old guy like I've been very blessed i, I am a a pager wearing millennial, but I, you know I graduated high school in ninety nine so uh I am a, the the much elder uh, one uh, in this scenario <laughs> yeah, right keep the
0: dates out, right yeah yeah
1: keep the dates out yeah well no actually you know I appreciate that because. I will say, like when we first kind of engaged, and and we were, you know, and I looked up, you know, who you were. Like I was surprised that you were young. You were, you know, a younger athlete in the sense of, um, you know, kind of making your debut. Of course, then we have COVID and the things that are going on, and now even with like the lockout and stuff that kind of comes around. All of this, you know, in your in your world, and you know, I I will say, like the the piece of this that really jumped out at me was like you're you're a very like heart centered unapologetic, uh, person. And I think, you know, there's a generation and I think it's your generation that is teaching all of us elders, um, about this idea of like, you know, I like to think like millennials, we, we started to think about it at a standpoint of like, we need to put ourselves out to the world, but we put ourselves out to the world with, you know, filters and, uh, you know, catfishing and a lot of that world of it. And then I like to think there's an entire generation that came, that's coming behind and really kind of just owning like things that maybe we were shying away from. And I will say like one of the th- one of the ones that jumps out with this project with meta athletes was you were identifying this idea that said how can we how can I help other athletes you know not have to go through some of the things that I'm currently going through launching this first one, but also like how can we create like kind of like a an ecosystem of of athletes, you know, building off of athletes, and I'll say, like, for those that haven't been active here on Twitter with in the NFT community, I mean, the athletes that are that are active in the NFT space, not the ones that are just putting their name on a project because they want to, you know, check a box or they're getting a, a paycheck, but the ones that are active, I'm talking about, like, I mean, hyper active and super engaged, and like, shout out to those the entire crew, but you like, I'm curious just from a standpoint of like, you're growing up, maybe it's your, you know, like the upstate New York side of you, maybe it's the sports side. Where did that, like, like this idea of like, you really embrace, like, how can I help everyone and others and foundations in what I'm doing? Because it almost seems too easy for an athlete just to be like, you know what? I can do it around myself. I can, I have enough of a fan base to sell it out. Where do you think you got that? Like that part of you from this idea of like, I want to help the, like the greater good.
0: That's a good question, man. I know I got to thank my team on that one. I mean, we have a lot of, of awesome guys, whether it's on the tech side, um, whether it's Drew and, and the whole marketing team, whether it's, you know, other athletes that are involved. And, you know, it was just me and Drew in the beginning. We started to kind of create this team around us. And, and thankfully, you know, the guys that we have on our tech side and in our developing side, like this is a super small project for them. Like we were really grateful to kind of outstep our bounds as far as the guys that we have working behind the scenes to create the code and the tech for this project. I mean, they do a lot more important stuff than then write this code. And so it's been kind of cool because the guys that are on our team have done super big things in the tech space. And so they've always been like out thinking us at every step. So like we'll bring them an idea and they'll like 10 it, which I'm used to in the athlete world, right? Like, like athletes are just notoriously known for throwing crazy big goals out there and then, you know, maybe not hitting them. But you're going to hit somewhere higher than what you thought was possible when you made a little goal, right? So – um, Our team has just been super energetic on like doing this as big as possible, especially when we brought on the guys that we did and and guys like yourself that have seen projects explode, have seen kind of stuff happen from the Internet boom and and how that kind of translated. And so when we started it and when we really, really started to create the team and to have a foundation, we were always saying like, let's build for the next 10, 50 years and let's try to be a hundred million dollar company today. Like if we were going to do that how would we start it? Like what building blocks would we start from? What team would we get together? What goals would we set? And kind of how would we want that vision to start? And so that's what I'm really thankful for. And why we why we kind of took that route is because we were doing all this work and it was going to be for one project, right? And then another athlete was going to come in and they were going to want to get NFTs and they were going to have to go through the same failures and then they were going to have to learn. And then the next athlete would come and do the same failures and they'd have to learn. And all of a sudden it's like seven, eight, nine, maybe a a year out and all these athletes are coming in and everyone's making the same mistakes, losing money, getting into bad projects, trying to create their own and getting nowhere. Right. And so we saw a few athletes that came to us and they had bad experiences with NFTs or starting to launch their own project or getting rug pulled. And so every time that happened, I was like, Drew, we gotta, we gotta make this bigger. Like this isn't just about one project. Like we gotta make this something where athletes can come in, fans can come in, sports fans can come in. And just everyone can learn together so that the sports the sports world as a whole can kind of be on the forefront of this. Because, you know, as we're looking at it, like the amount of industries that it could disrupt, the amount of value that fans and athletes and sports fans could could see from NFTs is just so big that I was like, that makes no sense for me to just do my own project when we're doing all this work already. Like, let's just up it by you know, 10, 20, 30, 50% and, and make something where other people can come in and actually utilize it and benefit from it too. And so that's kind of how it got started and kind of where we've been going with it now. And it's, it's, it's getting cool because like you said, there's so many athletes coming into the space and I know you onboard a lot of people with your podcast and what you're doing. So you understand that, but it's really hard to kind of get into the space and, and, and to learn all the lingo and, uh, figure out how to how to bind an NFT, where it goes. So there's a lot of education that goes along with it. And so we're thankful that you're helping us with that. Um, but like, like I said, all these resources that we're getting, it would, it just didn't make sense to me or the team to kind of hold them to ourselves. And so um, that's one of our, our baselines, too, as a company is trying to just give as much resource and as much education back to the community as we can.
1: So, you know, I, I love that, because I think, you know, as a, a, I'm going to speak from a fan perspective, and first need to give a big shout out to Drew, uh, Drew Cohen, who will be he, he'll be on the podcast because he's actually. Was on the train when we came up with this idea for the podcast and minting an NFT. Um, and before we ever got on the train together, he had called me up, uh, messaged me on IG, and said, "Hey, you know, I'd love to pick your brain." And the call, I think, was initially we were—I was going to share like what I was doing in my speaking business um, because of some of the clients and people that he was working with. Um, there was like some alignment there, and it turned into like, "Wait a second, We can work together on something, which then made all of these other like things fall in place. And it shouldn't come to surprise to anyone that an athlete understands the value of a team. And I will argue that for many of us on the other side of this, I think we sometimes can forget that. And I, and I say that as like a, we as also me, like, I think there is, it's very easy for us that we are like, you know what? Like I can, I can probably do learn this. I can, I can take this on. And like, I mean, I have mad respect for the fact that not only are you building a team, but then you decided like, hey, I want to build a team that's going to help with this project, but then I'm going to build a team of athletes that we're going to help launch. And so for those that are listening and you're like, you know, what is the value of meta athletes in in a, in a bigger sense? And I will let Kevin kind of dive into some of like the, the you know, like the other aspects of it. But like from my side, part of it is like in a selfish way, if, if meta athletes accomplishes their goal. The athletes that I would I would love to have additional access to, the ones that I like would look up to, the ones that I you know I mentioned Jerome Bettis playing golf with him to me was you know changed my world and he's very active on social media. And the idea that this project will help other athletes Create dynamic and and fully utility you know utility NFT projects. Like think about all of you know if you're listening to this and you're you are fan of a sport right? It could be everything from soccer to you know, it doesn't really matter what the sport is. If this project is successful, you're buying this NFT you are going to help kind of pave the way for your favorite athletes to actually be able to design something that in a way is going to shrink the distance between the athlete and the fan. And like, that is my, like my mantra on NFTs. And it's really why I was excited to partner with what you, you know, Kevin, what you and Drew were kind of visualizing. And I will say like, it also taps into like, where we're going right because there are humans here and I I can't over you know state the fact that you know like Roger Clemens you know followed me a couple days ago here on Twitter and I I sent a screenshot to the guys Mm -hmm. like hey Roger Clemens followed me I mean like I mean of I mean Let's face it. Roger Clemens is Roger Clemens. That's, there's no, uh, there's no getting around that. He's you know not only bigger than life, but you know like I remember one of the games that I got to see in Pittsburgh, and uh, you know the reason that my dad took me out of school was simply because you know Roger Clemens w- was pitching. And and I think about that from a a very selfish fan perspective. And I will say I was an investor in three different uh, fan style projects that one was like an app. One was like a, a, like they tried to build their own social network for, um, athletes. And then another one was kind of like this idea of like LinkedIn live video for athletes. Um, as you can tell, like just by my narrating of that, they've all failed miserably, Yeah, <laughs> but it was also yeah. because we kind of didn't have the athlete, like we, we were building them from the fans perspective, But like the athlete wasn't integrated enough, in my opinion, to actually be a part of it. And so like I love like I I tweeted this out a little bit earlier um, just from like a mission perspective. And like, you know, like you want to reimagine the way athletes interact with their fan base. Talk a little bit about like that reimagining that interaction with their fan base and and where this NFT kind of fits in there.
0: Yeah. So I think there's two things. There's one one about kind of what we're doing with our athlete collections. And then two, just kind of like our overall vision and what we call like our our triangle and what we're trying to accomplish there. But um, just just from like an athlete's perspective, when we talk to athletes and they're like, how can I utilize NFT? Like how will it benefit me? How can it benefit my fans? Um, we always use the the analogy of the trading card. And so right now, if you own a trading card and, and say you own a Kevin Smith trading card, um, you're not getting much utility or, or benefits from holding that card, right? It's just a piece of cardboard. It's, in, it's sitting in your house maybe if I had a Homer or I go off one year, maybe it goes up in value by a dollar or two, right? Like, like you, you don't get much out of that. You don't get access to me. You don't get access to games. You don't get access to anything else. It's just kind of sitting there. People come over to your house. Maybe they'll see it and they'll, they'll think it's cool and they're excited that you have it. Right. So like that's kind of where the trading card system is right now. And so, you know, from fans perspective, like holding that trading card doesn't give you much value or you ship it over to an NFT now all of a sudden on the NFT and the athlete, that's the cool thing about the athlete brand That that is why I'm so excited to build it is because we're actually like building out a platform for athletes to launch their own projects on top of us. So athletes can come to us and and we'll actually create and do all the background completely free for them and then build out their collection so they can actually launch their own NFT. And so when you think of athlete trading cards as NFTs, now when you go back to the the cardboard, you know, trading card that you can, that you see right now and that's in the industry you don't get much from it but if you own an athlete nft that the athlete designed and the athlete added the benefits in like maybe they'll give you tickets to a home game maybe you can go out to eat with your favorite athlete maybe you can go golfing in the off season um and a foursome with your favorite athlete maybe you'll get invited to um their charity golf event or if they do like foundation events back home maybe it'll give you like one free ticket for the next three years um, maybe they'll you'll get invited if they make the all-star game they'll give out a certain amount of all-star tickets to all their nft holders right so you can start to see how nfts can be powerful in this sense and and in, in what we do is we, we bring athletes on board and we let them completely customize the, the fan experience and so when athletes launch their nft projects they're going to be able to completely integrate any benefit that they want to their fan base and so now all of a sudden instead of just holding an athlete trading card you know in your in your house and it's paid a or a piece of cardboard you can own an nft that can actually give you real life benefits and bring you closer to that athlete whether it's them giving you exclusive access to social media whether it's tickets and memorabilia whether it's like actually just giving back and doing giveaways when they when their career when they sign a contract or they make an all-star game where their career takes off right like so many athletes want to do this and so many athletes already do give back Um, They're always looking for better ways to do it. And so that's kind of like my always my pitch to athletes is is that this is like a way more efficient, better way to connect with your fan bases, with your charities, with your communities back home. And so that's what makes us really excited and why we've taken so long to launch, actually, is because we want it to be so perfect that when athletes come on board and, and they have their own projects, there's no hiccups in like the experience for the fans is honestly perfect you know like we don't want any bad experiences we could have launched months ago and been iffy on it and so we didn't for that purpose because we know the big names that we have behind it obviously our team is is completely doxed everyone knows you know who's running the ship and and who's involved which you don't really find that much in the nft space right now which is kind of sad but you know for that reason we've been taking a lot longer and gone through a lot more you know hurdles to to get off the ground and to get running um, but for a good cause and, and for a good reason, just because of the names that we know are going to be attached to this when we do when we do launch and we get it rolling, and so that's kind of like our big pitch to athletes and their fans, right? Like the fans get to connect with their athletes on a on a deeper level. Um, they can actually see way more benefits, and when you when you think of it compared to like a trading card, um, and also the athletes can make their own card and be in complete control of all the money. And so a lot of athletes that are coming to us, they want hundred percent of the proceeds to go to charity or 50% or 25%. And so it's going to change the game and kind of change the leverage completely from the athlete's perspective on, on where the money goes, um, who their fans are donating to. It's not just going to be to a big corporation that's taking all the profits anymore. Like you can actually buy and support your favorite athlete while also supporting the charities and the foundations that are passionate to them. And so there's a lot of stuff that's going to disrupt the industry, I think with these NFTs. And so we just want that transition to be as smooth as possible, right? So that's why we're building out Meta athletes, a company for these athletes, so they can come in and we can kind of be the trusted source where they can come to us. They can learn with their fans, they can educate their own fans and their and their fan bases, so that when they launch their NFT, everyone feels comfortable and it goes smoothly, um, and everything kind of just goes as planned. So that's kind of the pitch that we have, you know, for fans and athletes of like the the partnership that that could be way more efficient if you start using NFTs. And then the second thing to go along with your question with the with the triangle is we, we, we kind of have three people in mind when we're creating this project, and, and we've kind of built it out for three specific groups of people, um, which are the fans, the athletes, and the industry professionals. And so we didn't really think it was enough to just kind of revolutionize the trading card industry and, and kind of how that works. but. We also want it to be like something where you can come and learn whether you're a fan or an athlete outside of the sport and and something that you can educate yourself on and learn from for 10, 20, 30, 40 years. And so um, for the fans and the athlete, we kind of already went over the benefits there. But then we have this other this other part of the triangle, which we call like the industry professionals triangle. And so having a group and having a community of athletes and sports fans is just like unheard of right now. And, and the fact that industry leaders and professionals, whether it's in, you know, mental health, real estate, uh, personal branding, social media, like marketing, all these different places will be able to come in and actually teach um, our community about what they're experts in. And so that's one cool thing about athletes is we know how to, we know how to be a team and we know how to work together and it always goes better when you do that. And so, you know, what I've been really passionate about is to find the right people to come into our community and and to teach in all these areas. And so we're actually bringing in coaches that what we call them, and they're just industry professionals that are going to come in and teach our athletes alongside our fans and the sports fans just in general that come into our community about stuff other than sports. And so I think that that's a really cool and unique way that we're kind of going about it. Drew, our co-founder, calls it the Metamind. Um, That's kind of like what we're phrasing it. But so everyone that's in the meta athletes community will also have access to this meta mind where they can come in and every week we'll have different speakers talking on different topics. And so, you know, you might be alongside your favorite athlete, literally learning real estate or personal finance or, you know, personal branding or mental health. Um, and you're all doing it together. And so that's kind of the community that we're trying to build where the athlete is no longer just the athlete, but he's part of this community where fans and sports fans and and just the whole sports community can kind of come in and just learn whether it's about crypto NFTs or any of these other industries together. And we think it's going to kind of cause a really cool thing to happen where everyone's just kind of learning and you kind of start to break down, like you said, like break down that celebrity status where everyone's just kind of part of the club and part of the squad instead of, you know, one guy sitting on top, just talking to everybody.
1: You know, I love that, Kevin. I think, you know, there's so many aspects of that that I think are really important for us to kind of experience, because I think one of the things that we're going to see for a trend of 2022 around NFTs is that we're going to see a trend where we have to think of these not as like two friends meet online and they decide to create a project. And in two weeks, they they hire a developer, they hire an artist, and they launch a project. They make a million dollars. They have a large community that makes more millions of dollars. Like you know, like you know it's, it's like when we talk about like Gary Vaynerchuk and V friends. Like Gary V started building that NFT launch twelve years ago. Whenever he went yeah. to Wine Library TV and the things he was doing. And I love your commitment to like the team aspect. Isn't just like I needed a, a tech developer and I needed a marketer of my project. It was, who can I bring in on my team to provide utility? So like, I want to say that again for the audience that listen to this, right? Because when we think about utility and, you know, hey, what do I get for holding this meta-athletes NFT? And and the art is 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 stunning for those that are looking at my profile photo here on Twitter now, uh, and it will be my profile photo up until launch. Uh, I've had this like... It looks, good. it looks good. I like it. It looks, I like the one. It looks fire. Now, I will say like the the idea of like you know having all these things like the utility that you're providing is also the utility of resources and education and learning and access and i think it it can easily be like as an athlete be like, okay, I'm just going to give you access to me. I'm going to allow you to, you know, we're going to, we're going to have like the memorabilia, the, the trading card. But I really think that there is something beautiful about the utility is also how you are using your athlete network and the, the thought leaders and the groups that you can reach out to, to bring into this group. And I'll tell you, we're recording this on the podcast here, uh, you know, on Twitter spaces. And a lot of the people that are on that, on this team, um, that, you know, I'm very proud to be a part of are here in the Twitter space, um, supporting and and many of them I've known uh, long before NFTs as people that I've looked up to um, respected in the space. And I think that's such a beautiful aspect. But I have to say like, you know, the art is pretty damn amazing. And you mentioned like you have a design background, but like, I'm guessing that someone trained you like, there's no like, how did you pick up on the idea of like building the generative aspects of the art for NFTs? Is that something that are you having someone helping you? Are you learning that all yourself? Cause I mean, it's pretty damn amazing. And I'm impressed. I'm just curious. Like how did that kind of come together?
0: Man, it was a long, it was a lot. It was a lot. I heard lot. there was a
1: sunflower yeah. seed at the beginning or something, right? I think there was a sun.
0: Yeah, yeah. Run through. Let's run through that real quick. So we had this idea me and drew and we were trying to figure it out. And obviously when we started doing it, NFTs were just like digital art, right? Like you had the board apes and you had the crypto punks. So it was just like, the art was everything, and trying to create like a brand around this art. And so, Drew had this thing, had this idea for like Major League Seeds, and so it, it was just a seed. And we started drawing it, and uh, a lot of the assets just didn't fit on it, right? Like, like, like you have this vision for what it's going to look like, and the seed just wasn't it. Like, you couldn't put a bass, you couldn't put a baseball hat on the seed, you couldn't, you know, do a lot of stuff. The seed couldn't wear a hoodie, and so um, there's a lot of stuff that we wanted to add that just wasn't working, and so then we kind of transitioned into this, this like sluggers mentality where we were going to do like only baseball players and, um, they're going to have only baseball assets. And so we started that for a little while and a couple of weeks in the art, you know, I think I drew like a, a a football helmet or or some other asset. And we were like, man, that's our best asset yet. And so, you know, and then about five minutes we scratched the whole baseball thing and we went to athletes. And so then we just started to kind of draw all these different assets and, um, and it kind of came together that way. So we have, a lot of, we have a lot of content that's going to come out on our pages, too, just about, like, the design process. Luckily, Drew and I weren't close. He was in Virginia. I was in New York and AZ and in Tennessee. And so luckily we have it documented, like, to a T, kind of the evolution of the Meta Athlete. And so a few years down the line, that will be pretty cool to kind of share and, and look back on, like, how it started and our original sketches and some hand-drawn stuff that I drew that's just terrible. I mean, I'm a brutal drawer. But if you give me a computer program and, and give me some numbers and angles and, and vectors, I can do I can do some cool stuff. But you
1: no, know, honestly, uh, you can. No, this isn't cool stuff for those that haven't seen the art yet. I I mean this is we'll see,
0: we'll see when it comes out. With, the verdict's out there.
1: It's I mean it's it's I I'm a massive fan, massive fan of the art. Even if I had nothing to do with the project, just from like the like the the That's dynamics true. of it, right? Like the the jerseys because like it could have been very easy to kind of stick to kind of like the I would say like the you know, the programmatic side and, you know, and and a big shout out to um, Evan as well uh, with uh, we, we we were a big fan of the dogs here on the podcast. We minted them uh, with mint 365 uh, as well. Um, And I, I like talk about a little bit about the art, like, I mean how much i mean I know you've spent a lot of time in the detail, like even whenever I was picking out like my profile photo here um the like questions you were asking and like we were going back and forth, like we were geeking out on like the the like the, how how like perfect the the shining and the shadows were, and the fact that like i mean for this is this is how I like to describe it because I'm a hat guy the the hat has the green underbrim you can see in the actual artwork, and as a hat guy like that i, I my first message back to you was like dude, I can see the green underbrim. Like, I mean, yeah. talk about that little uh, teach attention to detail yeah. in the art.
0: There's a lot of stuff in there, man. I mean, it was fun. It was fun because, uh, well, it was fun and not fun at the same time because I would I would get like, I don't know, 40 50% done, and then I'd learn a new trick or like learn something else with the generation or like what we had to do for the code, and I have to start all over. And so I probably started all over four or five or six times on the art, um, either resizing it. Whether it was, you know, doing different layers, how we had to word stuff coding wise, um, shading wise, like the the opacity and um, different shades and different skin tones that we wanted to use and and different colors that like meant something to a founder or two. And so there's a crazy amount of little details of like why we have certain colors and certain assets and certain numbers all over the project um, that we're kind of going to release as we release the project. But um, the art was fun, man. I didn't know what I was doing at first. Obviously, I've only I've created some logos and, and some graphics, like I said back in the day for for some design stuff that I used to do. And so I knew a little bit of Illustrator. Obviously, a lot of the stuff is done in like Blender and a lot of these other three D animation kits where you kind of build it in three D and then you just kind of snap a picture of what it looks like. And so the cool thing about those, which you need to know a lot more to, to kind of do the art in there but you can kind of set the lighting a certain way you can kind of have the shadows just generate by themselves you can kind of have the layers already you know on the guy because it's in 3d and so all you have to do is kind of take the picture of all the fabrics and and the layers at the end and it kind of just generates right and so (laughs) we only knew illustrator i only knew illustrator and so i had to do all that myself so i would just be sitting here and, and creating different assets looking at pictures of of people in hoodies or, or in sweatshirts and kind of how it sits on their body and, and kind of shading that goes on with that, how chains sit like around people's necks. Like there's so many little things like you said that we went into. And the only thing that I couldn't do, I did 99%. But if Sam didn't do, and I think Sam's down here in the audience right now. Shout out to Sam. She's, she's one of Drew's, she's on Drew's team. And she's the one who did the expression. So I can't, I cannot draw for a lick. I can do stuff on, on Illustrator, but I can't draw. And so I can't do expressions or like make, make a face or, or know where the eyes go or anything like that. And so Sam took the time to actually do the expressions on the face for me. And I was super fortunate because when I was doing it, it just looked terrible. Like the guy was all decked out in in great swag. And then he just looked absolutely brutal. And so Sam did Sam did the uh, the expressions for us, which has been awesome um and that kind of fit perfectly right on our guy and uh shout out to sam though i just wanted to to mention that she's been like a huge part of the design process and so once she got the faces to me and they looked killer i was like all right now i gotta really go ball out on the artwork because i can't have these these awesome expressions and faces and then have terrible art to go along with it so once we got the expressions back we had to kind of take it up another notch and then you know, obviously we have a bunch of athletes involved with this. And so every athlete kind of wanted their own little spin off on it. Um, we kept sending out feelers and, and some sneak peeks to, to athletes and like, what if we did this? What if we did that? And so this art is really like six, seven, eight months of trial and error and like adding and subtracting and putting in little Easter eggs here and there. And so it's been a lot of fun, man. It's been it's been I've, I've taken a lot more time than I thought I was going to. But like I said, if we want this to be a 10, 20, 30 year project, it'll all be worth it.
1: Now, you know, I speaking of that time I heard there's a, you know, congratulations with uh, you know, recently engaged, is that correct?
0: Absolutely. Uh, yeah. I've been spending a little too much time drawn, I think, than uh, sitting on the couch watching uh Yellowstone. So, I'm I'm going to be excited for this art process to be done.
1: Oh, yeah. Hey, Yellowstone finale was pretty awesome. I finally caught up with it last night. So, <laughs> shout out to that. Yeah, don't don't tell me. I'm on episode, I think I'm on season 3. We just started
0: season 3.
1: Oh, it's two. it's so good. <laughs> It's so good. Kevin Costner, you know, any and, you know, I, I think of Kevin Costner tin cup days, but uh, anything that shout out to Kevin Costner. And I also love Twitter spaces in here. I will tell you, uh, Zach Boychuk just came in uh, the Twitter space and uh, we we connected uh, through getting to hang out over on Clubhouse. And I will say like this pandemic, you know, the amount of athletes um, that I've been able to build relationships and friendships with uh, over the pandemic has been Unlike, you know, I've had a pretty good following on social, pretty active. I get to share stages with a lot of athletes. But it's been just like a really, you know, fun um, kind of shift. And and I think a lot of it's like we're all being reminded um, that we're all human. And I also love like, you know, there's some things in the community for people that are going to check this project out. You know, their mental health side of the house and, um, you know, self-care and personal development, which I know are all important to you. But I know for people that are listening right now, part of them are like, okay, well, when is it mint? Like, what where are some of the details? So give us a little details on the actual uh, project. I, I already spoiled it on, uh, it's January 11th, uh, 2022, which is only a couple days from now. But yeah, give us a little, a little more details on the actual launch.
0: Yeah, so it's on, uh, January 11th is our first launch. And so we've kind of been debating for the last couple months, and we've been kind of seeing how, I mean, you know how it is in, in NFT land, it's like, if you're gone a week, there's brand new stuff, right? So every like week or two, there's new ideas and, and, and better ways to do stuff. And so the best way that we found out to do it so that you don't waste gas and then we don't have gas wars, which anybody listening, that doesn't know what that, what that means when you're like minting or, or buying NFTs, <clears throat> you have to pay a gas fee for the transaction to go through. You're just like paying a miner to, to audit the, the sale. And so it goes into a ledger and, and the, the miner gets paid for that. And so, when you're doing any transaction you're paying a gas fee to that person or that computer i should say that's kind of writing down that transaction into a block and so when you're when you have these big nft launches a lot of the times it's first come first serve and so when they launch it a fanzo i know you've been a part of a gas war before i think we were just talking about it with in betweeners the other day but if there's a lot of people trying to mint at the same time you can spend a lot a lot of money on gas and so we don't really want that to happen especially in the future with our athletes and so we're trying to use this as a test run of, of how this will kind of work but we're doing like a, a mint pass style and we're kind of breaking it down into three separate dates and they're like three weeks or four weeks apart which will just kind of like give our our community a little better time to grow organically and, and to not kind of have this hype like crazy time for one day and so we broke it down into three sections. It's going to be like a mint pass style. So you'll actually be like minting a mint pass, which will actually let you come back and mint at any time, you know, given or any given time for the next like week or so after we mint. And so this will kind of eliminate the gas wars and it'll make it a little cheaper for everyone, A, trying to get into our community, but also B, it kind of gives us an, an idea for what we want to do in the future. Because unlike other projects, we just launch 10K and they're done. I mean, we could we could have 50, 100, 200, 300 athlete athletes collections on top of this one in the future. And so we're kind of using this as being like, okay, like let's try to find the best way possible to mint right now so that our athletes that come on board after this and have their own collections um can kind of learn from that and we can kind of tweak it and and get better exponentially instead of linearly if we just kind of did it one time and then try to tweak it again the next time. And so um that's kind of the mint dates. I think one eleven is the first one. Right now, we're planning on two twenty two as the second one, and then I think three 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 March third is the third one. So they're like a month apart. Um, And like I said, that's just to kind of help our community grow organically and to kind of not get really really hyped up and then and then fall off a cliff after like you see a lot of these projects. But that's kind of how we're doing the mint the mint style. And then yeah, once you uh, once you mint with us, I think right after the pre-sale we're going to have like our first metamind um we're going to have our first speakers in there we're going to start getting super active with our community and then um before our second one we have a lot that we're going to do so every time we sell out in in one of our mints we broke it down in three sections um every time we sell out we're going to have like a donation to a charity of the community's choice a charity that the athletes and the founders of our project chose and then also once you're a meta athlete you get access and whitelist to every future athlete that we bring on and collaborate with and so that's another part of this fans that i know you yes. know about that we don't really talk about that much is that um minting the og meta athlete collection which we're going to be minting now will give you access to every single future athlete for the next 20 30 100 however many years that this project and this this brand is around for And so that's like the really cool part of it, too, is because we have athletes coming in literally learning from us and from the community and with the community. And then they get to launch their own project and they get to kind of give back to the community because when you mint with us and and you have a meta athlete NFT, you're going to be able to mint first. So you're going to be able to buy the athletes, you know, NFT first and also for an extremely discounted price. And so that's kind of like instead of us taking the money and, and, and keeping it for ourselves from these athletes coming and launching with us it's actually like directly going back into the community because they're going to allow our own community to mint way cheaper than the public can mint their card. And so it kind of takes the leverage away from us as like the corporation of taking all the money from the athlete and it gives it right back into our community, which is pretty cool. And so once you once you mint a meta athlete, you get access to that meta Like I said, you get access to any future player collections, you get on the whitelist, which just means you get to buy before the public um, gets to buy it. So it's kind of like a pre-sale and you get a discounted price. And so that's kind of how we're setting it up right now. Um, I feel like we have so much going on with this project and so much in the future that we could cover. Yeah. Um, but I kind of, we would to be able to steer it a certain way cause you're, you're a lot more organized <laughs> and, uh, no, and everything really? that I am, I could go on for hours. So. No, trust me. That's, you, that's kind of
1: the gist, am we, I missing anything? No, you don't want to throw it to me as organized, right? The ADHD of me is not the organized. Um, but yeah. I, I I, love, you know, so I and mean, podcast listeners know, anyone who's been listening to this show consistently will know that I, I love this idea. Like I'm referring, I kind of made it my own term of slow burn, right? Where I look at it and saying like, why are we rushing to a a 10,000 collection overnight or in in 30 seconds? And it's funny, Kevin was mentioning like this, uh, those gas wars and Joseph Jaffe, who's a good friend of mine and good friend of the podcast. um, He's literally texting me while we're interviewing, um, going through a massive gas war right now, trying to mint this samurai saga uh, NFT. And I like, I pulled up the the IC tools and like I mean gas was like I think I had a 2.99 right now which is just insanely high for the gas prices. Jeez. Yeah, like so like I was laughing as you were saying that. And I will also say for like everyone that's listening this you know, part of the other part of this is that you are building, you've, you're not only thinking of this as a company, but you're thinking of this as like the platform, right? You're getting in on the ground floor, you're getting kind of like that Genesis founder, um, you know, pass. And I think the other part of this is really beautiful is, you know, the reason that we have an NFT podcast every single day is because this damn space will not slow down. And every day something changes. And when I think about the idea of like, Athletes learning and keeping up and then, you know, drops happening, you know, I, I minted, uh, Jer- Derek Jeter's, uh, Dr- DraftKings, uh, NFT today oh, that's and that's like, sweet. I will tell you, I've tried for like I'd I say I tried for thirteen um, NFTs on DraftKings. I've I've got lucky on two. I got Tom Brady's, uh, which was really lucky. It was a raffle, and then I got Derek Jeter's today. And I will say, like, all of those times, like, they're horrible experiences. No, no offense to DraftKings. They're like they're using Polygon. The the waitlist queue is ridiculously um, long and kind of uh, and congested. And I will tell you, like. A lot of the athlete, you know, I tried to get Steph Curry's um, uh, NFT and it was launched on, on Nifty Gateway and they had issues the first night they they pushed it back 4 hours pushed it back 4 hours then they pushed it to the next day and i don't blame you know, like that's just the nft space but i will say like from a from a onboarding of new users especially fans uh you know i see right you know, we have we have tyson ross in the house i love it i love it I, and, and i will say you know like i've been having you know some athletes have been reaching out um, listening to the podcast here and uh, and I will say a lot of that's because they've come to the Meta Athletes team and they're recommending uh, the podcast, which I am grateful for. And, I, you know, I just like I, I think part of this beauty is like we how can we learn together? Right. And I preach, you know, we is greater than me. And I also am a big believer in this like, hey, let's, let's redesign the mechanics around launching. Let's also say like for those that are listening right now, and I don't think you mentioned uh, the mint price, but you know, some people aren't gonna have liquidity uh, on January 11th. But what you can do is you can jump into the Discord, get to know the team and the community. And really by the time that February 22nd date comes where the second phase of the launch comes, now maybe you can you know, build up that liquidity or you can sell you know, maybe that baseball card Collection, like I mean, I had, I moved a storage unit, an entire storage unit full of baseball cards. I I have a massive, like I collect Wheaties boxes, boxes, and uh, and baseball cards. I have I have something like four hundred Wheaties boxes, uh, which were my my dad and I's uh, like collection thing. Um, but I I think that you know I, I will say like I think anyone that understands like why I've been very picky on projects that I've wanted to uh, work with. And and I'll put this out there now just publicly. Uh, and I have the receipts to back it up, which is what I shared over the Discord. You know, I got an offer two days ago, or I guess a day ago. Um, and I won't mention the project because I, I had that agreement with them. But, you know, like I got a 10 ETH offer to promote a project that is, that is launching in a a couple weeks. And um, I will say like, you know, 10 ETH, you know, is, is some damn good money for me right now. And I think it's damn, damn good money for anyone. Right. And when I, when I, you know, kind of uh, push back and, you know, a couple of the things for me that are really important are like, I, I understand that this, the, you know, not everyone might be doxxed, but as, if you're going to have me promo I'm going to get to know the founders. Like they're going to know who I am. They have to trust me if I'm going to trust them, um, and that was not something that was on the table. And then there was a couple other things, and so I ended up having to say no, and I pushed back on that. And the funny thing is, like Kevin, as you've been sharing this entire podcast, the the nuances of this project, it was why for me it's it's so aligned in like what how I believe we can you know shape the culture um empower each other and so you know I would argue for you know it you don't even have to be an athlete maybe you're um maybe you're an artist or you're a chef and you're you're trying to understand like how could I launch and 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 build you know an NFT project and, and a team like what is being built here. The beauty is like by holding one of these uh, NFTs, you're coming along on this journey of the launch of all of these additional athletes, right? And and I will say, like, I mean, the athletes that you have, uh, you know, listed and the ones that I know that haven't been even been announced yet, I mean, it is is it is going to be a hell of a lot of fun to be part of these, you know, whitelist and these these mints and the, and as they're going forward. And so, um, you know, Kevin, I I just love the mission. I love uh, the conversation. I know we're going to do some ask me anything. The other part I want to just put out there is. You know, Kevin, you just explained to the audience um, the whole, you know, the the gas wars and then the the issue with, you know, you know, everyone minting at the same time in a way that I think you you, you explained it better than I did on the last episode that anyone. If you listen to the last episode, I was breaking that down. And I was like those little things matter to me. Right. When when a founder is is surrounding themselves with a team but also is educating them and I will give you know massive shout out to to Drew and yourself and a lot of the other members Lee and those that are on the team here that you know you've been active in Twitter spaces with you know educating bringing on athletes you know bringing you know even you know bringing the conversation to me and saying Brian there's a bunch of stuff I want to ask you and let's do it in public so everyone can learn together and like to me I mean, that's what this is all about. And I, I'm excited for the launch on January 11. I'm excited for you know, not only this launch, but really the fact that so many athletes are going to be empowered um, by this entire project and be able to you know, you know, have this in their wallet, be a part of you know, the launch. And let's face it, as, as NFT collectors, when we think about utility, I am without question a diamond-handing, long-term thinker. And the idea that I can look back a year from now, two years from now, and think about all the projects that I had access to mint or buy an NFT because I got in on this project to me, like, that's just like a, a, I mean, a definitely cool uh, benefit for that. So, um, you know, I'll give you kind of the last words, Kevin. I'd love to hear, you know, anything that you want to throw out um, to the audience, you know, as we kind of uh, wrap a bow on this episode, I will make sure for all those listening in the show notes, you'll have the discord link, you'll have some of the, um, you know, insight information and you guys know i like to like spill some alpha or some things i would recommend some listeners jumping into their discord as well as uh our discord over at adhd coin uh there's some things coming down the pipe that you guys will be looking forward to but uh kevin i'll let you kind of uh you know send us out on on some words and then uh I'll, i'll close off the podcast and then we'll have the uh the live audience here get to come up and ask some questions
0: yeah, no, it's been great, man. I think, you know, there's so much stuff we haven't even covered. I mean, you know, for people, just to get people in here, a Alpha, and for people that don't know what Alpha is, it's just it's just knowledge that other people might not know, or you can call it insider trading with stocks. But um, we're going to, like you said, with the alignment, I mean, we've met so many athletes that are going to be on board, and their values line up with ours as far as, like, education, giving back, like, growing together. And so we're actually going to be launching, like, a community-built apparel brand, with meta athletes and so um that's going to be under the meta athletes umbrella it's going to be like community built by just all of our holders and we're going to hold spaces and we're going to hold you know private zoom meetings with with people that we find within our own community to kind of run that and it's going to be based just uh, with spray, just like spreading love being positive like spreading kindness that's like a big thing my mom's about and i was kind of grown, growing up kind of taught is to to always just spread love and kindness and so that's something else that we're super excited about. That I don't see a lot of other projects doing. They might be releasing merch just so that they can kind of get their revenue up, and you can kind of wear their project on their on their sweatshirt or on their t shirt. But um, having an actual community based like apparel brand where our values and everything are just spread right through our our clothing, and uh, we're going to be giving back a lot of that right back to the community, but also to charities that kind of align with it, and, and some other cool stuff that we have planned. And so, you know, just to give you guys a little bit more that really isn't out there yet that we're not really talking about. But no, thanks for having me on, man. It's been it's been fun. Um like you said you can find us at Met Athletes or Met Athletes NFT on almost every social media. Um we're just starting up. We're just building. We're we're not buying any bots or any followers or we're doing it all organic. We don't we don't need fifty thousand people in our Discord and, and fifty thousand fake people in our chats and, and responding to our IG. This is gonna be completely organic and the athletes that have come to the To the to the project already has just been crazy. Like the amount of people that we have met, the amount of guys reaching out, and they hear about what we're doing, and they're excited, and they want to launch their own projects. They just want to help us out in any way. It's just been like really, really crazy. Me and Drew talk about it all the time. So I want to shout them out to all the athletes that are either on our website already, that are just sharing stuff, that are going to be coming on in the next couple of weeks. Like. Thank you for, the, for to you guys and, and thanks for like learning along with some of your fans and your fan base and in the community because that's kind of what it's all about at meta athletes so um, if you're a sports fan or if, if you're someone who wants to kind of talk with these athletes that want more access to them or you just think that this is something of value in the future and you just want to be a part of it or if you're a prof- if you're a professional in any other industry and you think that you can bring some sort of knowledge or expertise you know to athletes to the sports community in general to their fans and we can kind of all learn and grow together. Uh, meta athletes is kind of the community for you so I think you said it best you don't have to be an athlete but you do have to be someone that always wants to learn always wants to grow always wants to get better um, and if you if that's you and, and you're always trying to find that edge and kind of find somewhere where you can kind of learn and, and become better every day um, that's kind of the community that we're building
1: I love it and, and, and I will say no one's listening to this, to this damn daily podcast if you're not that kind of person because <laughs> let's face right,
0: yeah. that, that I mean listen like the amount of athletes that we've sent to you and the amount of athletes where we just share your podcast, I mean, we talk to a bunch of athletes, right? And so we're trying to launch this thing. We're trying to get our coaches ready. We're trying to get all of our events planned. We're trying to get the art done, like all this stuff. And we have a bunch of athletes reaching out. And so a lot of them we can't get to right away or hop on a call that night. We get to as many as we can. But um what we would do at first is we're just like hey, go to our go to our discord, go to the education thing, watch those videos, and then just listen to as many of, of fans those podcasts as as you can. And I'm, I know I'm a listener. I know Drew listens. I know everyone in my circle listens to your podcast and we're super excited to kind of have you as the as the building block and as the guy that's kind of holding the ropes and teaching everyone. I mean I would say 80 90 percent of what I've learned about NFTs has come from your podcast or what you've put out on social media and so, I know this is your own podcast, but I don't want you to, to understand that you're bringing to uh, to our community as well. So we're we're really thankful for that.
1: Well, I appreciate that. I appreciate that a lot. And I will tell you, like, I love you know for those that want to check out the website as well, like MetaAthletes dot uh, Meta And then at the top there's a there's a, a link for the playbook. And what I really like is you know the, they have the the white paper. They have the founders breakdown. They have the roadmap. And you know I think there's there's lots of projects that are, you know, I think are attacking the, these solutions. And I will say, you know, I will also give a lot of credit to, you know, the team here on this project being very active in other communities, right? You know, Kevin's rocking an X-Punk right now. And, uh, you know, for all the podcast listeners, they know that that's a project. I think I, I feel like I mention X-Punks on every episode and I'm, I'm okay with that because uh, I believe they're, you know, kind of uh, the greater good uh, mission there. And this is just another I uh, project that I believe is, is doing that same thing. So yeah, definitely check out the website. I'll include all the notes. Um, um, in the podcast as well, and you know, for those listening, you know, I always end each episode now with you know a use case for NFTs because I believe there's enough use cases. I can do one every damn day, and one of them is was defined on this interview. And really, what was defined was the idea. That together we can lift up our an industry we can help streamline and empower those that might we might like maybe they might have been competition or maybe we're all kind of fighting the same fight and when we think about it in the world today I mean the only thing that money won't buy being an athlete won't buy nothing will buy well we can't get that time back. And if we can together learn and we can, we can, Hey, I made this mistake, so you don't have to make it. Imagine how much better as of a society of a world that we can have, we can spend more time, you know, giving the love and giving back and and being great humans um, that we are. And so like the use case that we'll end this episode on is just this idea. Imagine if you can help your industry, no matter where you are, no matter what your industry is, help your industry really grow together and learn together. Remove some of those barriers. I think NFTs are going to do that in some really fun and creative ways. And uh, how about that? We we are gonna uh, we're gonna end just under an hour, which uh, you know, Kevin and I have, we've talked on Twitter Spaces and they've gone for hours upon hours. So uh, with that, uh, check out the show notes um, and until uh, tomorrow, since this is a daily podcast. Uh Make if it a great day, my friends.
0: financial advice, so do your own damn